Hello and welcome to our Yoga Hero Teachers podcast. This podcast has been designed to help yoga teachers teach with passion, avoid burnout and earn a fair living. This episode is designed to be a one-stop shop to help create a social media calendar that is considered with imagery, copy and hashtags so that you can nail the best bits and the opportunities of social media whilst avoiding the negative aspects, the comparison syndrome, the time suck and the energy suck as much as possible. We'll be starting off with getting in the strategy mindset. What do you want to achieve from your social media? How do you see that happening? How do your ideal yogis use social media? Let's get into that mindset. Then we look at options for how you'll create your calendar. Now, we have created a free social media calendar template for you, which you are so very welcome to use. Why not give it a go? It's free after all. (laughs) You can get yours from yogahero.co.uk forward slash podcast 18. That's one eight. So yogahero.co.uk forward slash podcast 18. Then we brainstorm all the information and inspiration that your yogis need from you. Then we fill the calendar in together today. (laughs) And don't worry if you're on the move, keep listening because it's amazing how much your cogs keep turning in the background. So it'll be so much easier when you do then sit down to create your calendar. Filling in the calendar is super strategic. First of all, think, what do your yogis need to know? Which is different to what you want to tell them. Then think about what you want to tell them. (laughs) Then have a sense check over what you've got coming up and check that that matches with what you've got planned to talk about. And lastly, we'll look at barriers to posting on social media, like lack of confidence, lack of inspiration, lack of time, and how to get around these. All right, let's crack on. We'll start at the beginning. Well, and at the end, I suppose. What is your goal? I'd recommend not just having like get more followers as a goal. Followers on your account in and of themselves don't really mean anything. And also I'd recommend not having a goal of telling people what's on. A goal is, for example, increasing attendance at your yoga offerings, your classes, workshops, courses, etc. A goal could be getting people onto your email list or increasing inquiries about private yoga sessions, for example, or increasing traffic to your website. So have a think, or hopefully you know already, what do you want for your yoga teaching business? What does your business need? You can have more than one goal, but of course, the fewer goals you have, the clearer your strategy will be to work towards achieving them. Ideally, you'll be able to condense your goal or each goal down into one word or short phrase 
and write it in big letters at the top of your calendar to help keep you focused. For the purposes of this episode, let's assume your one goal is to increase attendance at classes. So, increase attendance. Just so that we have an example to help explain further throughout the episode. Okay, so with your goal in mind, let's get cracking on this calendar. Note down what your yogis need to know from you in order for your goal to be met. So, our goal is to increase attendance. So, your yogis need to know about you. Why should they come to your classes? Your yogis need to know practical things like when the classes are, where they are, how much they are, where can they park, do they need to bring equipment. Your yogis need social proof. What have other people said about your classes? So put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard (laughs) and just start noting down or thinking about this. What do your yogis need to know? What kind of inspiration can you give your yogis? We're still in the gathering and formulating information and inspiration stage. So just get everything out of your head and put it down on paper for now because we'll put it into the calendar later. And widen your focus here too. You don't want all of your posts to just be full of factual, practical information. You can talk about yourself, about why you love yoga, about why you became a yoga teacher, about your dogs or your cats or your kids or your family or your garden. (laughs) You can talk about the studio that you work in. What, What is it like? What's lovely about it? You can talk about the styles of yoga you teach. What are the benefits of them? You can talk about resources that you found useful, like your favorite yoga book or podcast. (laughs) So once you've had a good think about the information that your yogis will need from you and any inspiration that you can give them, now it's time to take that and form it into posts. Now, I've purposefully not mentioned specific social media platforms up until now. From experience, most yoga teachers just use Instagram and Facebook, but that is not to say at all that there isn't a lot of value and a lot of potential in other platforms too. Each platform has its own demographics. So have a think about your yogis, your customers, and compare that with the demographics of the different platforms, and that is a great place to determine which platforms to use. And there's a lot of sense in concentrating on one platform, getting that all streamlined and organised and sorted so that you're confident with it, and then expanding your efforts to include another. For the purposes of covering all bases, let's assume that you need an image, some copy, and hashtags. Then if you don't need any of these for your platform, you'll just dismiss them. Before we pull the information into planned posts, let's have a think about some things to bear in mind. One, you do not have to post every day. Two, don't be afraid of repeating yourself. Your yogis are unlikely to see every single post, and if they do, they, no (laughs) offence, probably won't remember exactly what you've written. 
Especially don't be afraid of repeating details like times, days, dates, places, etc. Three, you are you and that is your superpower. Do your very, very best not to be dissuaded, distracted, beaten down by content from others. They're doing their thing and you'll do yours. Stay focused on your goal, your offerings and your yogis. And don't be distracted by comparing yourself to others. Four, having a plan, having a social media calendar will, I'm so sure of it, save you time in the long run. Maybe pause here for a moment and just have a little daydream about what you'll do with this extra time. (laughs) Maybe that's some extra motivation to do the work. Five. Be open to trial and error. Sometimes you'll post something expecting it to be so well received with 8 trillion likes and comments and it's just tumbleweed. (laughs) And other times you'll, I'll just try it and see how it goes and the reaction will absolutely blow you away. Try things, see how it goes, make notes as you go along. Six, be aware of noisy times. A lot of business gurus and social media gurus say to start thinking about gearing up for like Valentine's Day, for Black Friday, for Christmas, etc. But these are times when huge businesses with huge budgets will pay for advertising, which will be what fills up your yogi's feeds. Unless you've got something really time sensitive or unless you're willing to part with money and probably lots of money to pay for advertising to go up against these businesses you might just take a couple of days off social media at particularly noisy busy times this will mean that your content's more likely to be seen and engaged with which helps in the long run last but not least seven keep an eye on your analytics likes are not everything have a look at what you've posted that's been shared saved and commented on too. Okay, with that in mind, now we're ready to take the notes and make them into posts. And by the way, I'm using posts as an umbrella term for everything that you will post on social media, including actual posts, carousel posts, reels, videos, tweets, (laughs) you name it. Posts is an umbrella term, so you'll find the content to go along with what you're posting in the way that feels right for you. So let's go back to what you wrote down earlier on. All of that brainstorming, all of that information that you got out of your head. In there, is there anything that's time dependent or urgent? If so, start with that. Write it up into a nice post, then pretend to be your yogi. Read it. Think, is anything unclear? Have I got any questions? Does there seem to be any gaps? Remember, people are busy. They usually can't be bothered or haven't got the time to go to your website to remind themselves what time your class starts and finishes or where the class is tonight. Make it easy for them. Put the information right there. Make sure it sounds tempting, right? It sounds great. 
maybe send it to someone that you trust. Ask them what's clear, what's missing, does it sound tempting, and so on. And now you'll choose or make a complimentary image or video. As a side note, I think there's huge value in keeping a list of photos to take and videos to make so that when you're in a nice place or you've got some free time and you think this would be a great time, a great place to take a photo, to make a video, rather than just like banging out a tree pose or a dancer pose, you've got your list of things that you need ready to do. And lastly, you'll search for hashtags. And I'm thinking you do this now while you're writing the content and put the hashtags into the calendar so they're ready to go. On Instagram itself, you can start typing hashtags and suggestions will pop up with how much they've been used. Now, you don't want to go for the ones that have been used the most because they have the most competition. Be savvy about this. Rather than just using hashtag yoga, (laughs) if your yoga class is in person, your yogis are by definition limited to who can travel there in person. So use hashtags around your location like Leeds Yoga or Manchester Yoga. If your session is online, look for online yoga hashtags. If your session is niche, look for hashtags relating to the niche topic. This is all to get your message to your target yogis, to people who you want to know about your offering and who can come to them, rather than it getting to people who won't be interested or who can't come. So now you've done your first post. Well done. (laughs) Maybe you make a lovely coffee or you put on some music that you love or something else and, and then focus. Just keep writing out the posts that are led by your goal and by the information that you brainstormed earlier on. Get your head down, keep going, you can do it. So you're creating posts, which is hopefully easier than normal because you've got your bank of information ready to pull from. Sometimes this is half the battle, right? Just knowing what to say. Then you're adding images to the posts if needed and you're adding hashtags. You're putting it all in your calendar or into our template if that's what you're using. You're reminding yourself that you don't need to post every day. Maybe every other day is fine while you get organized and into the swing of planning your social media calendar. When you've run out of things to say or you've planned like two weeks or a month or an arbitrary amount that you're happy with, take a pause. Read back what you've written. Again, maybe a friend or a fellow yoga teacher will have a read. And then take a bigger step back. Re-look at your own calendar of your offerings, your classes, workshops, courses coming up. Does your planned social media calendar reflect what you've got coming up? Be flexible here. You might need to move some bits around to allow for specific events you've got on. No problem. And then I think there's really some value in taking some time fully away from it. So once you're reasonably happy today, close it down, go and do something else and come back to the plan tomorrow with fresh eyes. It is amazing what you see with those fresh eyes. 
But we're not done yet. <laughs> Sorry, that was really bossy. We're not done yet. It's time for you to decide how you're going to get it onto the platforms themselves. Are you just going to copy and paste it in? This is fine, by the way, but remember, if you're going onto the platform itself to not get sucked into the scroll, before you even open the app or the website, take a deep breath and remind yourself you are posting, not scrolling, and post. <laughs> or maybe you use a scheduling tool. We talked about this in episode 10, useful resources, planning your social media. So do go and have a listen to that. It's linked to in the show notes. And that's it, lovely teachers. You've got your posts with images if needed, with hashtags if needed, or written out, planned, reviewed against your own calendar of offerings. And you're coming back to it tomorrow with fresher eyes to check it's all okay. So well done. Remember your daydream about what you do with more free time? Well, maybe you can go and do that now. Well, in a minute. <laughs> and if and when you feel demotivated, to come back to your social media calendar and do the next certain amount of time. You can remember this free time well spent and that hopefully will be that extra motivation to do your planning at that point. Remember, you can always come back to this episode to be guided along. Before we wrap up, let's have a look at some common barriers to posting on social media, like lack of confidence, lack of inspiration, lack of time, and how to get around these. Lack of confidence. In our second episode, Building Confidence as a Yoga Teacher, we looked at how confidence comes from knowledge, and that expands out into your social media offerings too. You wouldn't waver in confidence posting like your name, age and where you live because you know these. By the way, I'm definitely not saying you should do that. I just picked random things that you'll definitely know. So when you're posting about your yoga offerings, try to remember how much you know about yoga and how keen you are to share this to help people. Lack of inspiration. Oh, lack of inspiration can be such a huge barrier to putting stuff on social media. Just sitting there thinking, oh, I do not know what to say today. <laughs> well, hopefully you can see that this plan, this calendar takes that away. It's all planned out in advance. But one note on inspiration, it's a really good idea to have a dumping place for inspiration when it does hit. Maybe that's a notepad you always have on you or the notes up on your phone. But then next time you sit down to fill out your calendar, you can check your inspiration notes and you'll be preempting not knowing what to say. Lack of time. Lack of time is exactly why this calendar is such a great idea. You purposefully carve out time in your diary once a week, once a month, once a fortnight, whatever works for you. Write out your posts. And then you're done. Woo! <laughs> I really hope that this has been useful. If so, this is exactly the kind of thing that we break down and work on together in our online Business of Teaching Yoga course. If you want to find out more about this, just go to yogahero.co.uk forward slash business. 
We'd love to know how you're finding these episodes and if they're helpful. Please do let us know by emailing hello at yogahero.co.uk or by sending a DM to Yoga Hero Teachers on Instagram. And as always, happy teaching. Thank you.